Greetings and welcome, first time and regular listeners, to the 65th episode of It's Time for Prayer. I hope you have all been keeping well as we've entered a season, a time of festivity and rejoicing in Jesus Christ. The birth of Christ, the gift of God to humanity our promised saviour that came into the world, that offers us eternal life. I want to say thank you, Lord, for every life that's listening today, for every person, wherever they may be, whatever nation you may be. I pray for you today that God will continue to uphold you and keep you and meet every need. You see, God's hand is not short that he cannot extend his hand to you and I. He will make every opportunity for us to receive him. He will put people in your pathway. Some may sow seeds and others may water it. The Bible says, Paul plants, Apollo waters But God gives the increase. You and I are the increase of God because he's increasing his kingdom. And he wants you and me to be part of that kingdom. And so, you know, for some, I know that this time of year can be very lonely. For some that may be on their own celebrating Christmas. But, you know, you can be alone but still have the joy of the Lord. So I pray for you today that if you're alone and you have no joy and you're feeling very isolated, get to know Jesus. Because with him, he can fill that place, that void in your life, that emptiness that you try to fill with all other things that will never satisfy you no matter what it may be if it's food you'll just get bigger if it's if it's money you find that you will never be satisfied with what you have but God satisfies something deep within that nothing else can and I pray that you will find it the Bible says when you seek me You will find me when you search for me with all your heart. God is, Jesus is that open invitation. And he's inviting you to invite him into your life today. And so I just want to encourage you, my brothers and sisters, those who are listening for the first time, that God will be your shield and your buckler. You may be going through a very topsy-turvy time. You know, as though you're in a a boat that's on the waves going up and down rough seas and you don't know, you know, you're being tossed to and fro. You've gone through a, a season where everything's peaceful and you're feeling very secure 
you're feeling contented and then suddenly you're up again, down again and all over the place and you're thinking, God, when is this ever going to stop? When am I going to experience your peace in my life? Some of you, as you've come nearer to the end of this year, you've lost jobs. But God has something greater in store for you. Put your trust in him. You know, sometimes God will take you for a season where it may seem like, Job, you've lost everything. But you know you have everything in God. If you can just trust him, he will make every crooked path straight. He will... uh, open opportunities to you, divine connections. And I pray that this year that you will be connected to the right people in your life, no matter who they may be. You know, God will send the right people to you. The Bible says that you will know them by their fruit. As Christians, uh, the Bible says that we will know, identify, we'll be able to comprehend have that understanding, that discernment that God wants us to have, you know, concerning things and people, concerning decisions that we're making. God wants us to be wise. And it's my prayer for you in 2024. And as the year ends, this year, that you will increase in that wisdom of God. Proverbs 1 verses 5 to 7 says, A wise man will hear and increase learning. And a man of understanding will attain wise counsel to understand a proverb and an enigma, the words of the wise and their riddles. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. God don't want you and I to be foolish. He doesn't want us to despise sound counsel, wisdom and instruction. You know, sometimes someone may tell you the truth and because you don't like what you're hearing, you end up despising that wisdom, that person and the instruction. Something that can save your life, something that can improve your life. Maybe because you you don't appreciate who God has chosen to release that wisdom to you. You see, God don't work like how man works because man looks at the outward appearance, but God looks at the heart. So it is my prayer for you, dear listener, that you will see the heart of man. You will have the understanding when God is using a vessel to speak to you. God can use anyone and sometimes he uses even a babe a child that can speak words of wisdom to you. You'd be surprised. But you need to be receptive and your heart needs to be open to receive the instruction. Proverbs 1 verses 8 to 9 says, My son, hear the instruction of your father and do not forsake the law of your mother, for they will be a graceful ornament on your head and chains about your neck. I know that in some families, maybe your father, your mother may be absent, they may not be alive, uh, or they may just not mean you no good, because that can happen. 
But I pray today that with the wisdom of God, by the Spirit of the Almighty God, that you will be able to discern and hear instructions from your father. It may not necessarily be your biological father. It could be stepfather. It could be a father in the spirit, a father that can guide you. Because you have people that God sends in your life that that really have a, a shepherd's heart. Not not a heart to try to replace your parents because if God wanted them to be your parents, he would have made them your parents. But sometimes there are people that God sends in your life that mean you well in whatever season you may be in. And it doesn't mean that you despise your father or your mother. They're not there to be replacing your parents. But God will send you their way on an assignment for you to receive. But in this scripture, Proverbs 1, 8 to 9, we know that Solomon received instruction. And it says, my son, hear the instruction of your father. And do not forsake the law of your mother, for they will be a graceful ornament on your head and chains about your neck. When you approach somebody, a person, you normally will see their head, the torso first. In the head, your, your brain. Wisdom. God wants you to use your head. He wants you to have wisdom and instruction, to be a carrier of what is good, to know wisdom and instruction, to perceive the words of understanding. God wants you to have discernment, the ability to judge well and not lack. He doesn't want you to be ignorant he wants you to have wisdom. He wants you to be able to discern when someone means you well and when they don't. But does it mean when a person has discernment? The quality of being able to grasp and comprehend what is obscure. It's a skill in discerning. The ability to make a smart judgment about something. To pick the best. To choose what's right. Judging between things. Or a particularly perceptive way of seeing things. May your spiritual eyes be open in this season. In 1 Corinthians 12, 8-11, it says for... To one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit, to another the word of knowledge through the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healings by the same Spirit, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another different kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues. 
but one and the same Spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually as he wills. As the Spirit wills, Jesus gives us gifts. And if we ask, God will give us. There's nothing too difficult for for, for God to do for us in this time and season. And I pray that we will be receivers of that grace. Because God has something great for you and I. And he wants us to receive everything. Because the Bible says, For everyone who asks receives, he who seeks finds, and to him who knocks the door will be opened. Today, I want to speak about the door. The door. Each and every one of us has a door. Or we will walk through, in and out of a door. And God has opened many doors for us. He himself describes himself as the door. And God wants you to open the door and let him in. Will you open the door to the Lord today? Will you open the door for Jesus to come in? So let's have a look at who the door is. The type of doors that we go in and the type of doors that God wants us to close sometimes. So I pray today that the door that God has opened unto you will be a door that will take you to new heights and new depths in God. I pray that the door of utterance will be given to you today, to me, to speak to you, but you will receive the words that God has given me today. That God would open unto us a door of utterance. May God use you to speak into other lives and to change your situation as you speak by the power of the Holy Ghost, the mysteries of Christ. The Apostle Paul was in bondage. He was in bonds. He was um, isolated and imprisoned. But yet he was able to communicate the mysteries of God, the mystery of who Jesus Christ was, the mystery of the gospel. Christ in you and I, the hope of glory. And this was one of the things that the Apostle Paul asked for, that prayer would also be made for, for him, that God would open unto us a door of utterance to speak the mysteries of Christ, for which he was in bonds in Colossians 4, 3. But today we're talking about the door. As I've said already, Jesus Christ is the door. But do you know that 
the physical doors, there's doors in the spiritual realm that are sometimes described as gates. And there's doors, physical doors that we go through daily, whether it's through your front door, a building, your place of work, within your home. There's a main door and then there's doors within uh, the house, unless it's all open planned. But there's some doors that some of us have entered that we shouldn't have entered. And I believe today that God is opening a door for you to exit. You know, there's sometimes there's things outside doors that shouldn't be inside the place where you are behind that door. Could be good things. Not so good. Do you know that Lot, when the angels were sent to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah, the men, the vile men of that city, came to Lot's house because they watched as the two men, the two angels, entered his house. And they came knocking and asking to let those men out because they wanted to have relations with those angels. It was a vile city. And they wanted to take advantage. But uh, Lot went out to them. And there may be people that you're going out to meet, people that you're connecting to outside of your realm of safety that you should not be encountering, you should not be engaging with. And just like the angels, it says, but the men inside reached out and poured Lot into the house with them and shut the door. Rules of engagement. Sometimes God don't want you to be with certain people in discussion about certain things because it has no relevance. It has nothing to offer you that is good. In fact, the whole thing is not a good thing. And God wants you to shut your door. And may the angels of heaven be sent to draw you away, to fight for you. How many of you know that there's an unseen realm? There's a realm in the heavenlies, in the spiritual realm, where angelic hosts are watching and waiting to go on assignment for you. God has sent them to you. It says, but the men inside reached out and pulled Lot into the house with them and shut the door. May the door be shut. May the door be shut in the enemy's faces. Anything or anyone that is not of God in your life or your family's life, may that door be shut in the name of Jesus. I pray that the door of 2024 will open and will have good things in store for you. And I, in Jesus' name. Oh yes, God has great things for you and I in 2024. But he wants us to walk in wisdom. And he wants you and I to set a guard over our mouths.
Psalms 141 verse 3 says, Set a guard, O Lord, over my mouth. Keep watch at the door of my lips. It's not everything that needs to be said. You know, there's some things that you have to watch what you say to who you say. And I pray that God will give us the wisdom when to speak and when to keep quiet. So my prayer for you today, dear listener, is set a guard, O Lord, over my mouth and keep watch at the door of my lips. Oh yes, the door of your lips. May God be the watchman at the door of your lips. Be careful what you say. Set a guard. Let the Lord be that guard. O Lord, over my mouth, keep watch at the door of my lips. Give me the wisdom of what to say and what not to say. The prophet Elijah, when he went to revive and to give life to the Shunammite boy who died, when Gehazi couldn't raise him up from the dead, it was said that Elijah in 2 Kings 4.33 said, So he went in, closed the door behind the two of them and prayed to the Lord. Do you know, dear listener, corporate prayer has its place, but there's a time that you need to be praying directly to the Lord yourself. And I pray for those who may be struggling, those who maybe just feel a bit more comfortable asking someone to pray for you, and there's nothing wrong with that. Or, you know, just seeking someone to stand with you in prayer. I pray that you will start conversing with the Lord. You will pray to God one-on-one. And it says of Elijah, so he went in, closed the door behind the two of them and prayed to the Lord. The Bible says, but when you pray, go into your inner room, shut your door. And pray to your father who is unseen. And your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. Some Bible says will reward you openly. There is a reward in praying to God. Can you imagine? Oh, wow. That's so wonderful. God is so great, you know. That, you know, in order to bless us. Through prayer, you know. But when you pray, go into your inner room and shut your door and pray to your father who is unseen. And your father who sees what is done in secret, secret prayer, will reward you. Matthew 6, 6. Matthew 7, 7 says, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. Keep knocking in prayer like the persistent widow. She didn't give up. She went to the judge, the king of kings, and and she kept praying until something happened. 
He says, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be open to you. May the door of grace and favour and blessing, prosperity, healing in 2024, as you seek God's face, may you find it, the answer to your prayer. So he says, for everyone who asks, receives, he who seeks, finds, and to him who knocks, the door will be opened. For everyone who asks, receives, he who seeks, finds, and to him who knocks, the door will be opened. Some of you are about to give up and you're just on the brink of getting your breakthrough. Don't give up, dear listener. Keep praying, keep pushing. No matter how tired and weary you get, no matter how many times you ask. The Bible says, after the master of the house gets up and shuts the door, you will stand outside knocking and saying, Lord, open the door for us. But he will reply, I do not know where you are from. Do you know, dear listener, there's a time for you to ask Jesus the door to come in to your life. There's a time for you to open the door for him. The illustration in Luke thirteen twenty five may be slightly in an opposite way because the, the, the person was actually outside knocking. And it says, after the master of the house gets up and shuts the door, that when you're locking up before you go to your bed at night, it says, you will stand outside knocking and saying, Lord, open the door for us. But he will reply, I do not know where you are from. God doesn't want us to be strangers. He doesn't want us to be locked out. He doesn't want the door to be closed because there's a time when that door will be closed and it will not be opened. You wouldn't open the door to a stranger at night. There's a time when you lock your door. The door will be shut after the master of the house gets up and shuts the door. You will stand outside knocking and say, Lord, open the door for us. But he will reply, I do not know where you are from. God don't want us to be left outside. The Bible says, strive to enter through the narrow gate. For many, I say to you, will seek to enter and will not be able. When once the master of the house has risen up and shut the door. And you begin to stand outside and knock at the door saying, Lord, Lord, open for us. And he will answer and say to you, I do not know you, where you are from. Then you will begin to say, we ate and drank in your presence and you talked in our streets. But he will say, I tell you, I do not know you. 
where you are from. Depart from me, all you workers of iniquity. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth when you see Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and all the prophets in the kingdom of God and yourself thrust out. They will come from the east and the west, from the north and the south and sit down in the kingdom of God. And indeed there are last who will be first and there are first who will be last. I pray for you today that your great door, an effectual door, is opened unto you. There may be adversaries like that which was described in 1 Corinthians 16.9. It reads, for a great door, an effectual, is opened unto me and there are many adversaries. Oh, the adversaries will come. When they see the great effectual door open for you. Because not many people will like you when you're blessed of the Lord. When the hand of God is on you. But that can't stop your blessing because it comes from the Lord. And God is unstoppable. That's why it pays to be in his hands where none can snatch you away where none can stop your progress they may try <coughs> but um, they're under your feet you know most doors have the key and a lock and the bible says in matthew sixteen nineteen, and i will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven and whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven and whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. It is my prayer for you today that you will receive the keys of the word of God and open your door. The effectual door, the great door, the door that will open for you in 2024 and beyond. The door of success, the door where there is no more limitation, where the stress and the, the hindrances are removed, that you, like Lot, Bashanda, <laughs> oh, that the angel, the angel of the Lord, will shut the door, will pull you in and shut the door. It says, but the men inside reached out. The angels inside reached out and pulled Lot into the house with them and shut the door. May the right doors be open for you. And any door that you may have entered that you should not have entered in, may you exit that door today and may it be shut behind you. I pray today as Elijah prayed and said, Lord, I pray thee, open his eyes, his servant's eyes. I pray that God will open your eyes, that he may see, that you may see. And the Lord opened the eyes of the young man, and he saw. And behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire round about Elijah. Elijah prayed to God, and God took, opened the eyes 
as Elijah requested that the young man may see spiritually that the, the realm that was in existence around him that he could see because he was fretful, he was um, frightened of what he was seeing. You know, he was seen in the natural, being surrounded in the natural. But Elijah assured him that there's a greater army that surrounds them in the realm of the spirit, that's surrounding you and I, those who believe and trust in the Lord, the armies of heaven, the angelic host of heaven is fighting for you and I. Jesus says, I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. Oh, there's pasture in the kingdom of God. Then the kingdom and dominion and the greatness of the kingdoms under the whole of heaven shall be given to the people, the saints of the Most High. His kingdom is an everlasting kingdom and all dominion shall serve and obey him. Daniel seven twenty seven. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Matthew six ten. I pray that the kingdom of God will come. The kingdom that is an everlasting kingdom and that the dominion of God that endureth throughout all generations will be your portion. That we will make known to the sons of men his mighty acts and his glorious majesty of his kingdom. In the name of Jesus, I pray for you today, dear listener, that you will walk in the wisdom of God that you will share the word of God, that you will be a light for the people, that God will manifest his glory and his power in the name of Jesus in your life, that the doors will be open for you, the right doors, and anyone that's unsavory, vile and abominable will be left outside that door. The angels will pull you away from unsavory crowds and that God will fight for you, will open your eyes, will raise you up from every dead situation like he did. Elijah prayed for the Shunabite woman's son and he received life. May God breathe upon you, breath of God in 2024. And carry you through in the name of Jesus. Colossians 3.17 says, And whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. May you be blessed. May you be blessed richly. And may you increase in learning. May you have understanding and attain wise counsel the words of the wise and their riddles. Because the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, the beginning of knowledge. May you receive the wisdom and instructions of God and not despise them. In Jesus' name. Have a blessed Christmas 2023. 
and we commit 2024 into the Lord's hands, you and your family. May all things work together for your good. In Jesus' name, amen.